Everyone, thank you for joining me. It is day 29 of the 31 Days of Dread, and I am your host, Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. The Spicy Taco, a.k.a. The Pop Culture Pope, The Sketchbook King, The Eclectic One. Yo, boy, it's me. We're ready to rock and roll. We're talking Night of the Demons. This is one of my bucket list movies. Get excited because this is a comedy. It's a horror movie. We have monsters. We have other dimensions we have the uh hp lovecraft ish stuff happening but it's a lot of fun and we have we have some nudity so let's go all right everyone before we get into something spooky let me sell you something trial by fire it's my comic book available right now on indiegogo link in the description and i will see you on the printed page yeah i mean you Welcome back, welcome back. Sorry, <laughs> but you have to, you you have to talk about the nudity in this movie and how gratuitous it is and how perfect it perfectly suits this movie. Just how to get that uh, <laughs> off the tip of my brain. Everyone, Night of the Demons, nineteen eighty eight has boobies, but okay, hey, 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 everyone, look. So a little bit of an update. So the last two days, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's COVID-19, COVID-16, Rona, whatever. I got a little bit of a slice of that Rona pie, maybe. I got hit yesterday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, I'm knee-deep in the 9 to 5, you know, working from home. It can get a little bit hectic because it's just a lot of back and forth. I'm sure you guys can, can you know, guess. So, along the way... I sit down, you know, like I take a little bit of a midday break, drink some energy drinks or coffee, like, you know, uh, go through YouTube, a little bit of a brain dump and I get the shivers. I I'm telling you, I couldn't stop shaking. I resisted shaking as much as I could. I really didn't even know what was happening. Uh, I feel warmer. My head starts getting heavy, like all of this stuff, but no Rona symptoms. Now, I'm not a medical expert, so whatever. <laughs> That's just me. So I kind of got this uh, feeling. Now, every single time previously, if I have a fever, I know I can sleep through the fever. I preach this a lot. It's good to know your body. It really it, it pays off and then you save yourself a lot of time. You save yourself a lot of time going to the doctor, dealing with all that. I know a lot. I know people that went to emergency rooms for like paper cuts and like the flu and <laughs> no exaggeration. It, it, it That always disgusted me, but I just had this feeling I could sleep through it. So roughly between like one thirty and four thirty. I slept through it. I woke up. Uh, I normally never take pills, but I had a, a pack of blue something in my cabinet. God knows how uh, how long that's been there, uh, way before the move. And so I take these two like bluish, dark blue pills. Uh, they later were like some PM crap. Uh, yeah, made me feel better. Uh, they, I think they wear off. So, uh, you know, I take some, I, I usually have travel Advil in one of my work bags because people, it's just something people always ask me for 
some type of medicine because they, they know I always have stuff. So I always keep travel Advil like ready to go. I take like three or four of those. And last night was a complete 180 from how I felt. Now, you're like, Pete, uh, if you're like doing this stuff day by day, you mentioned this yesterday. I didn't because I barely, I, I was barely able to think when I did the Ice Cream Man episode, day 28. So, but at the same time, I knew what I wanted to say. I kind of knew how I wanted to talk about that movie, uh, how I wanted to promote it, because it's still like a completely fun, crazy movie that you and your friends can like, you know, someone, if they have to go take a crap, they can take a crap during that movie, come back and they're not really missing much. I love experiences like that. I love the idea that you don't have to pay attention to every frame of a movie. Like that's perfect. So, yeah, like that's a little bit why yesterday's episode was just insanely criminally short. And I do apologize for that. So today I wake up, you know, I had solid eight hours, which I was expecting. I was also expecting to have to take a day nap to further my recovery. You know, all that checked out mostly today, uh, drinking a ton of water, some coffee, and my like morning shake, which is like egg whites, oats, yams, and uh, a, a banana and kale. So, yeah, like I didn't have a lot too much in my system. And, yeah, I, I slowly feel myself getting better. Whatever I have, it's making me congested. It got into my, my throat. A uh, little bit of, of an ear pop, too. So, it's, it's all, it's, it's just like the symptoms of a cold, more or less. But without the coffin, without the, the respiratory stuff. So anyway, <laughs> uh, this is why we're doing late night drops. But at the same time, uh, Bravo, I, I got I got to toot my own horn. Bravo to me. I've been on a run of doing the 31 Days of Dread and my Inktobers uh, at a clip I could never imagine. But it's also taken me about four years to get used to it. And, and here we go. But so... We're talking Night of the Demons. Why Why was this movie on my bucket list? Because it's just one of those movies that always gets re-released. Uh, always has like new cool uh, DVD artwork now. Uh, you know, like it kind of always comes up on the list. And somehow, you know, like because I remember the movie cover. I remember the movie box for this. And the movie box always creeped me out. And I think this movie was forgotten in like within the late 90s. I think other movies overshadowed this. And I can kind of see why it's fun to get rediscovered, why it ends up on a lot of lists, why it, you know, like it is one of the funniest, like dark, horror, gruesome comedies like out there. Uh, I, I hear you want to hear something blasphemous. I would watch this over any of the Evil Dead's. Any day of the week, and this movie clearly um, uses Saint Ramay's uh, direction as a inspiration. So, you know, like the the movie, like the look of it, clearly inspired uh, the movie. It looks like it looks like a good movie, though. Like it's, I mean, like the cinematography, the shadowing, 
It's well shot. Uh, like everything does take place inside this mansion. Uh, the overall plot is that uh, these teenagers have to survive uh, in a mansion after you know breaking into it for a Halloween party. So we have a good group of people. I really liked seeing that at the beginning of this movie. I'm like, oh, you know, like we have a lot of people to kill. This is pretty rad. And then they do a thing. <laughs> looking into a mirror, they summon a demon. Demon possesses two of the teenagers. Uh, I think no more than two at a time. Uh, it's I think it possessed four total within the movie, but it becomes like survival horror. This one girl dressed up as Alice in Wonderland. Awesome like reference kind of meta stuff happening uh her and her friend they just have to survive the night because the girl realizes as the movie goes on that another character referenced that the the, the, the demons are awake until like dawn essentially and she's like oh if we survive until some sunrise we're good and and along the way what do we have <laughs> we have good artistry we have boobies we have uh some amazing one-liners we have uh, every single character is a trope. Every single character is a token. Every single character is a stereotype. We have all of these things. All these things that critics hate. Uh, okay, critic, good. Uh, you all know how to have fun. It, it, I always challenge critics when it comes to this type of logic. If you're rating all movies compared to like Oscars, uh, you know, movie, uh, you know, Driven, Nightcrawler, <laughs> Gladiator, uh, American Beauty. If this is like somehow you're like what you're measuring everything up against, what on earth do you have fun with? And how do you have fun watching a movie? Because most of the time, these quote unquote top movies are, they're just, um, uh, I don't know how to say it. They're. You, you can only watch them a few times. That's the truth. Like, the more words a movie gets, the less you can watch it. Film, cinema, all of it is escapism. I will always move towards that. Okay? That's an internal, like, philosophy of me, of, of mine. You know, I want to have fun while I'm watching a freaking movie. None of the demons blew my hair back. I loved it. You will love it. Uh, it's available on Amazon Prime. You have to go watch it. Uh, it also has <laughs> three other sequels. Night of the Demons, Night of the Demons 2, Night of the Demons 3, ni you know, 1997. So, look, 94, 97, Night of the Demons 2 and 3. And then 2009 is somewhat of a remake. Uh, people, I need to see this remake. That's how much I enjoyed this movie. Quick side note uh, before I go. I started watching John Carpenter's Vampires. I said I was going to watch it yesterday. I didn't because we just talked about Christine, the best Stephen King adaptation. Vampires is so legit. Uh, his his only really failed movie is Ghost of Mars. An amazing film directing run. John Carpenter uh, you know, might have the biggest run, run the best run. Of watchable movies in Hollywood history. Everyone, Peter A. DeLuca here signing out. I love you. Communicate with me. Twitter, aka Pad. Instagram, aka Pad Nights 19. Uh, aka Pad 69. Why am I saying 19? And then aka Pad everything else. I love you. Rock and roll. And until tomorrow, enjoy yourself. 
quick announcement. Quick announcement. So this episode is dedicated to my father, R.I.P. Tony DeLuca, Tony Ironfeet. We love you and we miss you every single day. 